This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the county result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. On the edge of the box is Madden. Madden trying to manufacture the shot. Gets it away. Yeah! Oh my word! What a goal from Paddy Madden! Hello and welcome to Series 9, Episode, let me get this right, 25 of the Scarf Bagara War, part of the TalkSport Fan Network, you'll be pleased to know. Uh, no Nick tonight, you, Joe, you've got me with my crappy introduction, it's not as funny as I've, anyone that Nick does, so I do apologise for that. Uh, try and make up for it as the show goes on, but I can't promise anything. Uh, so I'm Russ Johnson, I've been joined by my regular fan guest who's quickly becoming part of the furniture. <laughs> It's waggy. Cheers for stepping in, mate. Really appreciate it. That's all right. No worries. Just the cheap Dave Philbin. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if, you've, if you've ordered Dave Philbin off Wish. Yeah. <laughs> AliExpress like or whatever it's called. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I would like to be joined by the voice, the tweeter, journalist extraordinaire and all-round good egg. It's Sam Byrne. Welcome, mate. Even guys, you're right. Not bad, yeah. Good. Not bad. Um, before we start, just a reminder, join our Patreon if you can. Become a patron. I think I've got that right this time. Uh, the link it will be on the banner in a second. We'll try and work that out. There we go. Do do that. Do like and subscribe and share, review and all those good things, whatever podcast player you are listening to us on. Um, and visit our Etsy store as well. Some t-shirts on there. Some are like Marmite, some are getting bad press, some are really getting good press. But, you know, I'll keep on designing them, try and be controversial. Um, today, we're going to talk about Salford away last Saturday. We'll go into a bit of depth on that. Uh, I didn't manage to get a ticket. Waggy, were you there? No, I couldn't get a ticket. I didn't even bother. Uh, obviously, phone lines, chock-a-block, and I couldn't get down to the ground. So, Pretty much the same story as me. But, Sam, I'm assuming you were there. I was, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. Right, well, we'll get, we'll get into some depth on that. We'll talk about, obviously, the big match on Saturday and all the trimmings that surround that in terms of players and things like that. And we'll get into that. And we'll talk a bit about the Johnny Vaughan video as well because there were some eye-watering figures banded around on on that. So that'll be interesting. And also, uh, just throughout the show, if, uh, if you want to join in and have your say, there is a link in the chat on this show live on youtube there's a link on twitter there's a link on facebook as well to Streamyard. if you want to click on that and come on and have your say you can we'll spend a couple of minutes with you tell us how excited you are about saturday are you nervous are you looking forward to it are you confident all those things and we'll get into that with you and then finally we'll finish on getting the reses which is a new feature so you've got to choose something from football that you want to throw in the reses and i've got mine already tonight um, I've got loads of them. I've got loads of them. I've got them lined up, <laughs> me. Loads of stuff about football I want to chuck in the reses. 
Um, I'll have to start have to... making a list. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't have to be county, by the way. It, uh, it can just be anything to do with football. So let me just play a quick video and then we'll get straight into it. If you're watching us on YouTube, please like, share and subscribe. And for the audio podcast, please rate, review and recommend us on whatever podcast player you are listening to us on. Cheers. Thank you. So let's start with Salford on Saturday and the fallout of that. Um, I watched it from Tanzania. I don't know where you watched it from, Waggy. Obviously, Sam, you went. What did you make of it, Sam? What was your overall your overall um, conclusion? Um, obviously, the performance wasn't great. Um, I think based on the team sheet, I think it's probably a good result. Uh and it's one of them where you know we were all talking in the, in the press box before the game, and it got mentioned on Twitter quite a lot as well. You, you take even a one 0 defeat based on the team sheet when it came out, but saying that you'll take a one 0 and actually taking a one 0 is is obviously very different. So uh, yeah, yeah, it, it even though we we could have been a lot worse, and having seen obviously how Sheffield Wednesday got on the night before, um, you just didn't want us to be out of the game heading heading into this weekend. So. Not great, but I don't think it was ever going to be great. You can pick holes in certain parts of the performance, but I think you know when you when you go into to a really good team with one fit striker on the pitch, Jack Stratton, who worked really hard, but you know he was getting long balls lumped up to him and had three or four defenders and midfielders around him at every turn. And then when Tanto Laffy does come on, he's half fit. Ryan Rydell half fit. So I think it just felt like one of those nights where you just never really felt it was going to be our, our night. Um, so having said all that, it, you, you do take a one nil, I think. Yeah. What about you, Waggy? Uh, well, yeah, it wasn't as good as we were all expecting. But I think if Crowsdale puts it in and doesn't hit the bar, it's again, it's a different game in it. And then it's also... 50-50 if it was a foul on horsefall or not. You know, there's a bit bit of a wrestling move. Um, so I think that could have been given either way. So I think that was... I'm not sure what VAR would have done if it have, if it had gone to VAR, if it had been in the final or something. But I think apart from that, yeah, good to get away from, from there with a 1-0. Yeah. A bit lacklustre, wasn't it? And when we, like you alluded to before, Sam, when the team sheet came out, I just thought, oh, God... The only one recognised, real recognised striker. It sort of played to how I expected it to. Um, and you're right. If 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 Crowsdale does get it under the bar, they they don't obviously don't go up the other end. It's all ifs and buts. I noticed uh, yeah. Charlie was Charlie was quite pragmatic in his usual self after the match. You know, pretty much echoed what you said, Sam. I think didn't he? You know, ifs and buts. You've, you you know you got to take your chances and given where we were. Some of these players that are out then, are they, are they, I don't want to jump to it too far ahead into terms of this Saturday, but are they, are they, obviously Rydell will be full more recovered. Tanto Alafi will be more recovered. Is there anybody else that we can expect back? Who's, or who's trained this week? Do we know anything? Um, the honest answer is I, I don't know because they, they won't really say this week, which is fair enough because yeah. why would they? Um, doesn't mean I haven't asked, but, um, what I would say as well is I have heard certain people saying, oh, that's some people done for the for the season, as in the playoffs. I think, I, I don't 100% know this, but I'd say outside of Kyle Wharton, no one's 100% finished. I, I don't think 
obviously I think it would be a stretch for maybe the likes of Paddy Madden. I don't know how serious that is or or if it is serious. Um, but yeah, I'd say for definite, I think it's probably only Kyle Wotton that you can 100% rule out. doesn't mean that people would be fit enough to start or whatever the case may be. But I mean, I think Dave Chandler mentioned, didn't he, on Saturday night after the game that Alafi and Rydell came through there half an hour or whatever it was in the second half. Okay. So, um, so yeah, I, I don't know, but I don't think it's, like I say, other than Kyle Wotton, I don't think we can say right now that anyone is definitely a no-go. So, fingers crossed, I guess. Yeah, absolutely fingers crossed. And I, go, I guess we won't find out until the team sheet on Saturday. Will we at 11.30, I'm guessing? Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it's not, you know, if, if they do a pre-match interview this week with Liam, I, I don't know if it'll be touched on. I know people will say, you know, transparency, that's a question, things like that. But I just think for the sake of, you know, not telling the fans for, for one week whether one of your strikers is, is ready or not, you know, what I don't think, I think you can wait up and decide there's probably not too much to be gained from from saying if someone is ready or if they're not and just, you know, if, yeah. if we get through it and win the game, then I think we'll all be happy, you know, no matter what, whether we've been told or not who's fit or unfit. So I don't yeah. I don't know, but again, I imagine they probably won't dive into it too much with Chalner on Friday night if they do release an interview before the game. So, yeah. 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 I and... need to know for me fan up. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a first world problem if ever if ever well, of course it is yeah i'm two i'm what's it in, in our leaderboard i'm two points there's two points between me and first place for predictions for team predictions for this season so really I need to know these things yeah oh and who's first is it challenger's son uh, by any chance <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no it's just in in the what's it the uh scarf bigara world league just the ten of us uh right okay yeah, yeah I will. Big, uh, right, yeah, I will sort out a little prize for that. By the way, if you finish top, but only if you finish top, Waggy. Can't be finishing. <laughs> no, no, no points. Well, if somebody second. else finishes top, do they not get a prize? Yeah, of course they do. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> of course they do. Um, second half though, on last Saturday, much improved, wasn't it? Um, on the first half, but still, just sort of couldn't couldn't break through, and it, I, I, was, I was I was fairly disappointed with that. Yeah, I, I think it was. It was improved, but I think other than Crowsdale's effort off the crossbar, I don't think we had a shot. I don't think. Um, we had a few in the second half where players could have been played in, but the keeper got there first. So there was that one for Rydell quite yeah. late on where he could have shot first time and tried to run it into the box. But we just showed more about us, and I thought Connor Evans was good, you know, kind of in between midfield and, and attack, trying to kind of link play a little bit. Um, so it, it was just, it was better, but it was quite a low bar, wasn't it, from the first half? So, well, yeah, uh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty, you know, I think it was better, but it didn't look like it was going to come. And then you just thought, I think John alluded to it again, you know, in saying we were going for a goal, but the, the main thing is don't go too down because I don't, I think he said three out of 96 or something like that when they've been two goals down in the playoff first, like only three times of someone come back from that. So, yeah. Um, so I think we're like 10 minutes to go. It just became like Salford were happy to hold on and weren't really interested in anything else. And we would have liked an equaliser, but we wouldn't. I think if it was a regular league game and we won one down with 10 minutes left, we'd have seen a lot more kind of gung-ho yeah. trying to get balls into the box. But I think it was kind of a case of we'll try, but we're kind of happy, if not 
Yeah, yeah. The interesting start that wasn't it from uh, Chaloner uh, to Leon. Yeah. Was it? Was it? Was it, was it was three in ninety four mm. matches or something like Some, that? Yeah, it was, yeah it was something crazy like that on it. Where the come th- only three have come back from a two yeah. goal or more deficit. Obviously, we've got Sheffield Wednesday tonight as we're talking. I don't know how they're getting on, but <laughs> <laughs> just a four to come back from. Um, yeah. But you know, on the flip side, I, I don't think anyone would say Sheffield Wednesday would do it tonight. But we were talking the other night after the Salford game. If Sheffield Wednesday had two 0 up at half time tonight, it, I'm not saying they're oh, going yeah. to do it. But you know, Peterborough may easily turn around and start thinking, "How do we play it now? Do we still sit back and potentially go three down, and then you never know, or do they try and play on the break?" And so it's never. A done deal, and saw with like um, with Luton last night. They yeah. were two one down from the first leg, so it's never sort of it's never over. Um, and I think a one nil deficit when we've not lost at home since what November. You know, I don't think it's insurmountable. Yeah, yeah. I guess the, I guess the thing is, you you kind of think you've got the advantage because you've got the away leg first. But in this case, Salford are good away from home, aren't they? Um. So... Yeah, especially on good pitches. But I mean, I I was actually away for the Salford game at home, uh, like a few weeks ago. But obviously, it was an absolute wonder strike that they got against us. Um, apart from that, I don't know. I didn't think they, they looked. They sounded, from what I've been told, that like a decent side. But did they actually really threaten us that much? Yeah, yeah, that's I right. thought, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I thought they were good actually, Park, but. Yeah, it was like a half volley from the edge of the area, like yeah, unreal right. finish. But I mean, he was given kind of five yards either side of him to <laughs> take the touch from a throw in and smash it in. And other than that, yeah, they, they looked good, but I don't think there was anything major um, that they created. And and again, on Saturday, really, they had the goal, which I, I've still not I've still not seen it back because um, I didn't bother watching any of the Sky replays because I've heard what people had to say about that. Um, oh, the commentary was just, yeah. <laughs> Um, so I've still not seen it back, but other than the, the goal, um, you know, they had the one that Hinch saved in the second half, like low to his left. Yeah. And again, yeah. Like, other than that, they had a few pot shots at the start of the half. So was, that the they one are quite tight, late aren't they? Yeah, that was the one quite yeah, late on, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, again, but then, you know, they can turn around and probably say the same about us um, in a lot of games as well, looking good and maybe only scoring one in games. So, yeah, I don't think we're going to be seeing a three or four nil either side no no and we have we have got i think the best against xg the lowest against xg in the division i think i've got that right um yes so so teams don't create much against against us anyway um and that's been the case all season i think the one that sticks out for me i mean swindon were pretty good earlier in the season they i think they created some chances but Leighton orient were probably the only other one that i can think of that 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 really sort of tested us so um and I think I, heard, I think I might be repeating this stat from last week as well but on aggregate I think Liam said it so I'm nicking it off Liam on aggregate we still won beat the top three didn't we on aggregate this season yeah beat all the top seven yeah all the top seven yeah yeah, yeah. this was so, I told him <laughs> oh did you <laughs> <laughs> I'm not I'm not passing it off as mine honestly <laughs> yeah it's all, all next the top week seven, again yeah. to repeat it yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it was it was basically only Mansfield uh, beat us over two legs in the top eight because um, they won two one at all their place. Yeah, they all, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so but you know it just 
it, it, in the playoffs, it's one of them things, and it? it it felt like typical county to be unbeaten in like thirteen, one defeat in twenty, and then you know when you do lose, it's it's like that with when you've got half your squad out injured and a bit of a crap scrappy game. Yeah, it's definitely got the feel of a season before you win the league sort of season. Yeah, yeah, it's felt a bit like that because it. I think a lot of people said that, and I, I definitely felt it as well. Like, it's not felt like I can think back to like two thousand seven, eight, or last season, or eighteen, nineteen, like, and think of like how good we looked all the time, and you know, for over three quarters of the season, um, and it just felt like we were too good for whatever league we were in. Yeah, but it, we were good. This it's been a brilliant. We finished fourth now for the season back in the in the football league, but it's just felt like with that team that's like almost there um but in the playoffs you know we could easily either straight through or, or go through comfortably on Saturday and then you, you in a 90 minute game you, you never know what how it can how it can land so and I've, I've said it before on, on social media and stuff it, I think all, the league two overall this season has been yeah quite low on maybe not low on quality but just low on teams being clinical and teams blowing teams away and it's been quite a low scoring league all around so maybe it has just been one of those seasons where there's been no clear I think I know we were the clear favourites in terms of the bookies but when you looked at it you didn't feel there was a a clear favourite for promotion or a clear favourite maybe for relegation Um, and then obviously that'll change next season with Wrexham and um, I know MK Don's coming down aren't they Not's coming up so yeah, yeah, it might change. You might, I think, you do just get one of those seasons in every league at some point where it's just in a bit of a lull. Um, but yeah, it doesn't mean to to say that we can't go on and do it. Like I say, if we get through on Saturday, then you're in a in a shootout, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely, absolutely. So work to be done. I think improvements needed. Um, I did write some notes down um, while I was flicking between. Well, not flicking. I, I had the match on, obviously, but but quite a bad bad night last Saturday, wasn't it? Because we lost to Salford, and then we had to I had to sit through the Eurovision scores, which we finished second bottom <laughs> in them. Pretty pretty shit, really. Um, so yeah, I I wrote down here um, second to second balls, second to duels, and second in possession. We're just second best. Spells danger. Um, I had I'd ha- I'd had a few by then, so maybe that's not completely accurate. But yeah, I just that's just what I. That's what I, that's what I wrote down. So improvement needed for Saturday. On to Saturday then. Um, what needs to change? And we'll just say now quickly. And Crankshaw cannot play. So I think I think ninety nine percent. Yeah, I think ninety nine percent of the county population knows that now. The county nation. Sorry, Jordy Hatter. Uh, but there are the odd one that has keep on popping up. Going can can quickly or Crankshaw play? No, they can't. Um, <laughs> So they yeah. can't play. Um, we'll get. We've got someone lined up. We've got Worsley SCFC lined up. So we'll, we'll get Worsley on in a second. But yeah, Waggy, what? I, I, how are you feeling? Are you looking forward more to the courtyard or the match on Saturday? <laughs> um, both, because I'm on it again. So oh, yeah. Uh, it's, yeah. <laughs> so I'm. Yeah. I'm. I'm. Well, I'm actually. I'm staying at my parents. So I'll be down there for eleven o'clock ish. So I'll be a few pints in by the time the by the time the match starts, so then it's it'll be all right. But yeah, I think, yeah, why not? As you say, we're unbeaten at home. They weren't that great against us. They didn't create that many chances. 
if again, I think whenever I was on the first time, I said, get that early goal and everything changes. But I think we need to, as you say, we need to be more aggressive. We need to be pressing them higher up more. Um, and then, as you say, winning them jewels in the midfield and closing them down, nicking the ball and breaking on them. Um, I think we'll be all right because they've, they've got Matt Smith and that seems to be the only weapon that they've got, really. So if we can get, get at them, then, yeah, I don't see why we can't turn it around. And yeah. again, it's a sellout crowd. And I think even if even if it is full of or half full of day trippers, then there's still going to be a good atmosphere. We'll get that going and that'll that always helps us in the big games. Yeah, it's an interesting point because just talking about the crowd, I saw a couple of comments on the Facebook group saying that it's been a bit uh, dull recently. Uh, the, the the crowds and it definitely was against Hartlepool, but that's to be that's to be expected, isn't it? Because Northampton scored really early. What you know before kickoff when we had the tifo that the Hatters eighty three lads did, which was fantastic, by the way. Yeah. Um, de- definitely worth a mention. The atmosphere was absolutely cracking. It, we, the wind got taken out of our sails yeah. really, really early on. I don't remember it being dull before that, so I didn't really know where those comments were coming from, apart from Hartlepool. No, I think we know yeah. it's been all right. It's... Yeah, it's. I've seen a few comments saying it's based on our style of play, but you know, in that I don't think it's intended to be our style of play, but in that it can be quite ponderous. And if we are struggling to break teams down, I think people have been kind of intimating that they get a bit bored or they'd rather go and get a pint before the queues get too big or whatever. Yeah. Um, which is fair enough, and it's not my place to, to comment on that because it's easy for me to say while I'm sat commentating or, or doing whatever I'm doing. Um, but at the same time, like when I was growing up, county were getting either getting relegated every year or, or in relegation battles or lower halves of tables. And when I was growing up, the atmosphere was always spot on and it was always loud. It was always, you know, obviously less fans in the ground, fewer fans in the ground. But I do think in general a season, maybe not in general, but I do think at times it's maybe like you say, it is some of the more kind of day tripping fans that have rocked up in the bigger attendances. Not that there's a problem with that, but you know, they're not going to be sitting belting out all the, the classics. Um and you know, speaking as a county fan myself as well, I do think we have been spoiled a bit in the last few years and I think maybe yeah. we turn up with an expect yeah. to win games and to maybe blow teams away. Um, so yeah, and like I say, that goes for me included. Like we've we've had a team that's been in the top, you know, six or seven in the division or there and thereabouts for the past kind of seven years. Um, yeah. And I think it's we've become kind of we're just going to turn up and win our home games and be entertained. Um, so maybe we've kind of lost sight a little bit that you know the fans can make a, a proper racket when the when they're up for it yeah definitely just to just to very quickly touch on the queuing thing um there's actually I, I mentioned this last week there's actually a new service in the Cheedland and on the courtyard isn't there have you seen this it's the it's the app to tap uh business Sam I'm not sure have you seen it Sam have you seen this app I, I saw it I saw it on on Facebook, or I saw the, the guys that are running it kind of posting the, the instructions of how it works and stuff. 
Yeah. I think it's probably going to take it's going to be not teething problems, but it's going to be the kind of thing that takes a little bit to, you know, just thinking of someone like my old man. He's probably going to be thinking, <laughs> "What? What's an app? What? what <laughs> where, where do I start?" So, um, you know, you can imagine it's a good idea, definitely, and I think it will catch on if it if it, if it, they can show that it all works as it should do, and if people ultimately are getting served. And they've got a beer in the hand, then I think that's all yeah. that, that counts, isn't it? I think people will be happy to take it forward from there. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely, definitely. It, it feels like it's working. It's definitely busier. I say busier, it, busier in a good way. There was there was people using it, and you know, I, I used it as well on Saturday. Um I poured a good pint. I did pour a good pint, didn't I? It wasn't it was Saturday Hartley, no, wasn't it? No, Monday, Monday, bank holiday. Oh, Monday, it was Monday, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. bank holiday. I did well, I I've I've I, you know I've got I used to work in a bar, Waggy, so you're going to get a good pint from me anyway. Um, I'm not standing there for everybody, though, doing it. Um, but, yeah, I've, I've got I've got talking to, to the lad that does it. It's a Stockport business, um, and, you know, I, I I think everybody, you know, just it, it beats the queues. That's that's the main thing. Um, so I'll say now, get get downloading the app. It's app to tap, A-P-P to T-A-P. I think it's available on iOS and Android. Get yourself onboarded uh, before Saturday. Obviously, gets you quicker. Um, it's still part of the club. Do you know what I mean? It's it's still it's still in there. Um, and, and just for the cheapskates, you don't get your season ticket discount. No, you don't. You don't. Not yet. <laughs> ah, so okay. that, yeah, so that, that's something that possibly could be coming. But yeah, get it downloaded before before the match, so you, so it's easy for you to do it when you're there. There's one in the courtyard, and there's one in at the at the end of the at the Cheadle stand. Uh, Upper tier five and six sort of end that 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 end um, to get on there and I'm I've got it on good authority if you download the app and you're onboarded by midnight on Friday so tomorrow night um, and we win you'll be put into a draw where twenty people will get a free pint after the match on it so there you go so yeah it's a good I'll get it downloaded. Yeah, get it downloaded. Yeah. Have you not already got it downloaded? It's your round. It's your round. I was going to say I've not needed to because you've got them in. <laughs> um, so this Saturday, then let's um, let's get let's see how this goes. Let's get Worsley SCFC in um, to see what he or she thinks of Saturday uh, and how uh, how excited they are. Hello, Worsley. All right, boys. How's it going? Yeah, not bad, not bad. How are you? All right, yeah. Um, I take it by your deep voice, you're a bloke, because I can't see your picture. <laughs> I so am, the... yeah, yeah. Right, good, yeah, good. <laughs> um, yeah, how's it going? How are, you, how are you feeling about Saturday? I'm confident, mate. I am confident. I, I think we've got more than enough to do it, and I don't see why we can't do it, to be honest. You know, we're at home. It's going to be a sellout. We've just got to go for it at the end of the day, haven't we? We, we know what's at stake. We've just got to really, really want it. And uh, I think they'll do it. I think they'll pull it off. Is that at the detriment of leaving us out open at the back, though? If we really, really go for it, you know, if if we leave stuff at the back, is it is, it, is, that, is that a bit dangerous against Salford, a good Salford side? I don't think so. I think playoff games are different, aren't they? I think. I mean, we know we've got to go for it. We're behind, you know. So, like, I, think, I don't know who who mentioned it before, but we need that early goal. I think just to just to calm the nerves of the players and the fans as well, maybe, and then and push on from there. But I, I think they've got enough to do it. Yeah, sound confident. I, would, I am. Well, good. What, what do you what do you think about the whole thing um, in terms of 
the club, where we're going, where it's heading, as as the as the Johnny Vaughan video, if you've watched it, give you yep. confidence or is it is it made you nervous? Yeah, it it did make me a little bit nervous. Just that figure that he put out there, I was like bleeding out. And I, I believe that is that just for one stand as well. He was talking about is that just the railway stand he was talking about? Yeah, I think he was talking about linking it. Was that the linkage to the Bagara, extending the Bagara stand, the corner, and the railway stand? I think that's how I, that's right. how I took it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a lot of money in it. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, it, it's going to be great for the club. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it's a lot of money. It did it did make me a little bit nervous. Yeah, yeah. When you consider. I don't know how many years ago it was, but we were throwing our loose change into buckets for Jim Gannon's uh, yeah. uh, wages pot, weren't we? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And now they're talking about twenty-eight million. What do you? What did you make of that, Waggy? Let's jump to that before we let's have, let's, let's scoot around uh, a bit. I mean, to say everything, most of it was positive and stuff, but yeah, when he turned around and said twenty-eight million, and as you say, it's not the the whole of the extension that's just like railway end and that I thought it was railway end and connection to the main stand the corner where the police used to be in that video thing mm. um, that's what I got and I was like what else is going in there <laughs> is it you know, hotel recreation area you know gym whatever this to me that sounds like it's more of a complex rather than just a stand but that was the only scary thing because as you say Stock can't, he's not going to write 28 million off, is he? No, he wants he'll want that money back, so that can't just be given. So, yeah, that's the only thing that's worrying. Is I mean, well, you never know, he might just do one at some point, but you wouldn't expect him to. And there must be somebody that's done the feasibility about it all and made sure that that's the right figures and stuff. Yeah, what what about you, Sam? Have you heard anything, anything on the inside? No, um, I mean for me it was uh, like like the fella saying it's it you know it is a bit nervy because you you'll always have it in the back of your mind that it's Stockport County and that something's going to go wrong or that we don't get stuff like that. Um, but I, I think the big thing for me was that he was explaining, yeah, that's that's the figure, but actually it's not. You know, we're not just plowing ahead. It's I think he was maybe illustrating. What we're actually being sensible about it. This is how much it's going to cost, but we're showing by not just going full steam ahead and rushing into it this summer. Yeah. That actually, there's a plan behind it, and that there's reasons for hanging on or pushing it back. Or I think the thing I've heard internally is, you know, they'd want to be seeing the the nine thousand, ten thousand. I mean, we're pretty much there, aren't we? We've seen. I think we average is average around nine thousand this season. Mm, yeah. I think they, they do want to be seeing sort of ten thousand every week um or, or close enough um before going ahead um which for me would we're, we're basically there aren't we so um but yeah i think the main thing i took away from it is by the fact that they're not just going ahead and, and plowing into it um right now i think they've shown they can take a step back and and take a wider view of things so i'm i'm confident I've, i'm quietly confident I've, i don't think they've given us any or many reasons to to doubt what they do and how they go about it. So um, at the moment, until we see anything that, that tells us otherwise, I think it's it's something to be to be positive about, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, still, I, st- I still can't get. I still can't see past that. You know, the light on the back of the cheat lane that wasn't in the middle 
it wasn't aligned properly. That was a huge mistake that they made. Um, still can't get see past that. I'm joking, obviously. No, I, I agree with you, Sam. Um, and it feels like it's like I'm cautiously optimistic. It feels like it's considered considered risk almost, isn't it? Like you say, not not jumping ahead and going doing it um, because it could fall flat on your face. You don't get the crowds, and then you've got all of a sudden fifteen thousand capacity that you that you're not that you're not filling. Um, but it does sound a lot just to get to 15,000 as well. But maybe it's not in these days. I don't know. And if you, the, the, the amount of space that's behind the railway end, if you actually look at it from above, which, you know, you see the drone footage, you, you could pack a lot in there, couldn't you? You could, you could get hospitality. You could, put, you could probably get some sort of um, gym in there or whatever, something that could be used throughout the week, you know, off, away from match days. Um, it, uh, it's really exciting. Worsley, um, what do you think we need to do on Saturday to unlock? Who do you, who do you think is going to make the difference to unlock this uh, this stubborn Salford side? Depends who plays, doesn't it? Um, I thought I thought Lemonley Evans was 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 good. I, I'd probably start him to be honest. If I was Charlie, I mean Stretton on Saturday, it, it's not his fault, I guess, but they were playing the long balls up to him, and they're trying to. In my opinion, they're kind of trying to mimic the. Uh, you know, the, the Wooten and Madden play the long ball, you know, he'll hold it up and then play it off. And it, it just wasn't working. Like you think you mentioned before, we we were second in, in the aerial duels. That wasn't working. Not saying that, you know, Connor's going to win those aerial duels, but I think he just offers a bit more going forward, to be honest. I'd, I'd start with him personally. Yeah, it's a bit more dynamic, isn't he? Yeah. I think. And it's, it's tough, isn't it? Because we've played with that target man pretty much all season while Wooten's been there. And all of a sudden, we haven't got that anymore. Yeah. Um, and it's like we've got, it's like we're almost trying to change change the way we play uh, the, for these final few games. And it's it's proving a tough ask. Um, Worsley, before you go, and I'm going to put yep. you on the spot, I'm going to put you on the spot now twice. So the yeah. first one is um, what, do you want to, what do you want to throw into the resers for anything oh. to do with football? Getting the yellow card for taking your shirt off. Oh, okay. Yeah. Go on. It's, it's Go on passion, then. that, isn't it? You know, you score a screamer, you take your shirt off, you wave it around in front of your fans. It's, it's to me, that's just that. That's you know, that's passion. I don't think you should get booked for that. What's bad about that? I agree. I totally, totally agree with that. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't even know why they get it in the first place. What? What it's do just they? Pointless, what? isn't it? Yeah. Snaps on in half. No. Fair dues. I like that one. Yeah, we'll throw that in the reses. And then finally, score prediction for Saturday. 2-1. So extra time. time. We score in extra time. Oh, yeah. I wish I could take that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Cheers for coming on, mate. Really appreciate no it. See you later, Cheers, mate. See you later. Bye now. Bye. There we go. That was Worsley SCFC. So that went all right, didn't it? Yeah, that was good. Nice one. Cheers, Worsley. You can come on, come back on again, mate. Really like that. Um, yeah. So two one into extra time. What do you reckon? Would, would you? Would you? Would you? Would you have that? Or <sighs> I don't have anything you, that's, you, that gets us to Wembley. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. take it, but I don't think I'd like it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I, I, I don't want extra time. I'd like us to be like say win two nil, two two nil, three nil, or if they want if they want a goal, then let them have three one. You know, we get three, let them get the consolation right at the end when it doesn't matter. Right at the end, yeah, just to make it a little bit nervy. Yeah, 
I, I think he's. I think Wesley's got a point with the Connor Lemon Hay Evans though. Um, he came on against Carlisle, scored, didn't he? I think he was mm. came on before that, and in a game before, I can't remember who it was against. Scored. He started um, against Salford and scored against Salford in the. That's the right. Game. Yes, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so he's done really well since he come back. I think he could be the one that that sort of unlocks it. To be honest, I, I kind of agree with that because I I can't the, the the performances have been a bit not say subdued. It's been a bit lackluster, haven't they? For so for whatever reason, um, even you know there was footage of. Dave Challoner saying fucking crap. I don't know if you saw, I don't know if anyone saw that. Yeah. I might, might retweet that. Um, cause it's just, yeah, poor decisions and what have you. Connor Lemon Hay Evans just seems like he's got, he's got something about him to, to, to maybe, to maybe make the difference. Would you, would you go along with that? Yeah. I'd like yeah. To say, sorry, mate, go on. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Away days with County are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at Edgeley Park. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Yeah, you, you say he turns and goes at players, doesn't he? He's always looking forward. He's not yeah. He's not there to, to take the ball and then pass it back or look. He... he gets the ball, spins, and he's and he's going at them. Or he's looking for a forward pass out to the wings or something like that. So, uh, yeah, as you say, I think, yeah, definitely he should start. He's done well since he's came back. Yeah. Just to just to th- uh, throw this out there, when, Sheffield Wednesday are 2-0 up, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> The comeback is on. The comeback's on, lads. The comeback's on. Like, I said, like I said before, though, you know, the, the home legs... Um... Luton last night, uh, Wednesday tonight. They they've both shown it doesn't really matter what what the first yeah. like away from home does. If you can get get into the away team in your home leg and and get on the front foot, and you don't even necessarily. I, I know what you guys are saying, and obviously the ideal scenario would be a really early goal tomorrow. But if you're on the front foot and you you're making it difficult and you're unsettling them, you know even if you give yourself. 20 minutes, half an hour to settle in. Um, as long as you're doing the right things and the crowd are up for it, and yeah, you know, and they're keeping the Cheetahland in the game and they're keeping the home fans in the game, yeah, you'll get chances. Um, so yeah, I think we have shown in the home legs that it's it's not done and dusted by any stretch, yeah. And Challenger has said that as well, hasn't he? They, they've got to keep us in the game, they've got to keep us sort of entertained, and we'll definitely do our bit. Um, 
And we've got to go. I'm, I'm desperate to go up anyway because Wrexham have already won this league, haven't they? Next season. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So... Now, now Sky have dropped Salford. It's Wrexham, yeah. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've never known anything like it. I'm just just a little tiny bit on Wrexham because they're fast becoming the team that. Oh, I'm you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna get clipped. You're gonna get oh, clipped. You're gonna be on Twitter. <laughs> probably, probably, yeah. But they've already won the league. If the if the Facebook and Twitter accounts have anything to go by. I've never never known before a league tier five player to write a book about their about their escapades. That's what Paul Mullins done, hasn't he? Oh. And he's he got an extension to his contract, and that was breaking news on Sky. So, yeah. So I saw you got a lot yeah. of traffic on on your tweet for that, Sam. <laughs> yeah, there's thanks a lot to everyone that explained how news works to me, and that you know, <laughs> the only the only report on what people want to hear. That's that's that was good to know. Good to know. I'm glad that everyone's waiting with bated breath to hear about Paul Mullins' one-year contract extension. So, yeah, I'll take the stick for that. Love it. Love it. <laughs> oh yeah, that's, I said that a few weeks ago. We need to get promoted because I can't be doing with another season with them. They did me. I did last year, and they're yeah. even worse now. Yeah, so, I don't that. know. I don't, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I think I think there's a love affair to be had there. I think there's a good rivalry to be had. So if we stay down, then um, we can we can reignite that, can't we? And with the Nuts lads as well. We are with the Nuts County. Nuts County were giving us some as well, weren't they? A bit. So not maybe not as much as Wrexham, but definitely uh, definitely were up there. Um, yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Um, so not really sure what to think about Saturday. I, I'm kind of like ambivalent, really. Um, personally. Obviously, I've, I'm just I'm just a bit sort of all relaxed about it because all this news of the, of the ground and what have you, and um, the, I just know where we're heading because of the investment. You know, we, we we know where we come from and all that kind of thing. I'm quite happy that if we even if we don't go up this season, we're probably going to invest in the squad anyway, and probably it's, it's got to be top three next season. Yeah, um, and it's good to hear that we're ahead of schedule. So we've finished fourth in the league and we're ahead of schedule. That's like, yeah, excellent. That's really good. Yeah. And I think this is the ninth season that we finished better than the previous season in, in, in the pyramid. Um, do you know, do you know what that is means? You're looking. Yeah. yeah. No, no, I was just trying to think if it was nine or 10 years. No, I think, I think this is the ninth, isn't it? Um, right. Okay. So we'd be on for 10. And when you consider other clubs, and I know, you know, not, we're not other clubs, but other clubs like, you know, poor Oldham, I think they've been going down for 25 years, haven't they? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't think they finished in the top half for something like eight, nine years or something of a division. So um, I consider myself lucky with the, with what Mark has done. And I am still trying to get, arrange that, that interview with Mark as well, get him on the, uh, get him on the podcast. That'll be something to look out for over the summer. Um, shall we do get in the reses? <laughs> <laughs> we haven't I'll got let Sam for... go first then. <laughs> yeah, we, we haven't got a clip for this yet. We're not made one, but we'll, we'll get a little transition for it. Right, Sam, you go first. What are you? What are so you it, throwing in the reses? So this is anything in football, yeah. Anything across across you know every league. Yeah. Right. Well, I was going to say about two, but they're kind of they kind of related. Um, okay. well, pretty much the same thing. <laughs> I've, uh, it's only it's only fresh in my mind 
because it was on. It happened on the playoffs last night, and it drives me mad every time I see it. When football fa- when whether it's home fans or it's away fans in in that end, when they go mental at the referee for someone's taking a corner and they're trying to suggest that the ball's like an inch or whatever outside of the quadrant, and you just have this sight of like a load of fans in that corner going ballistic, and that's <laughs> to the point where the referee has to walk over, look, and go, yeah. You're all good, and then they carry on going ballistic anyway. And I'm just thinking, we're all sat watching the referee walk over to the corner here to check a football is on the white line. And if it isn't, has anyone ever scored a goal because the corner's been taken half an inch outside of where it should be? So and the other one was um, football fans moaning when uh, when players steal a couple of yards on throw-ins. Um, yeah, but it kind of goes <laughs> hand in hand. To be fair. I, it's, I do, to be fair, I do flip between it being funny and it just driving me mad. And then the referee has to make a big show of pushing them back a yard and the throw-in is like on the halfway line. So it really doesn't make any difference to the game and we all just spend a few minutes watching referees have, have to push them back or have to move a ball half an inch back inside a quadrant. So, yeah. Oh, I'm go. liking this one. That's a good one, that. That's a good one. Just about the quadrant thing. I don't think they're ever out of the quadrant, aren't they? Because I think you've got to look at it from the top down, haven't you? Yeah, and the ball yeah. has to be over the line. So even though yeah. it's out, the ball that's touching the grass is outside of the quadrant, the actual width It's got to be it, overhanging. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I'm not so, sure I'm not sure how, how many people know that. <laughs> it seems not so, a lot. Yeah, not only are they all moaning about it. I'm, like I say, this is football. It's not county fans. It's not yeah, any yeah, fans. Yeah, yeah. It's just football. Not only are they moaning about it, it's it's not even in the, the football that's taking the corner isn't even in the wrong in the first place. And yeah. I remember, I don't know why it sticks out, but I remember when in the lockdown season, I think it was, we, we scored, Ash Palmer scored at the Cheetah end. It was like under Simon Ross towards the back end of that season. I think we were still in with a chance of the title or whatever. And we scored a goal from, it was on BT, we scored a goal from a corner. And yes. like going home, and I think it was Ash Palmer from like a John Rooney corner, and just so many fans tweeting this. The, the clip was tweeted by BT the goal. So many fans going, "Oh, that corner's that, that should have been retaken," and the ball, like you say, is literally overhanging the quadrant. And I'm just like, "How are you spending that much time worrying about it?" And now you've got me spending that much time worrying about it because it's <laughs> driving me mental. <laughs> it was it was one last season. I can't remember who it was. There was a corner, the, the bottom right hand corner of the Cheetland. Yeah. And I remember the player had outside of the quadrant and everybody was going, but it was, it looked like, you know, there was, the didn't look from where everyone was shouting that the ball was actually in there. It looked as if it was over the line. They scored from um, it as well, didn't they? They scored from it. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. scored from it. And I'm pretty sure that that was yeah. outside the quadrant. I can't remember who it was, but I just remember, I remember and everybody was going mental. <laughs> It wasn't Barrow? It wasn't Barrow at home this season, was it? I, felt, was it, I feel like it was late with Leighton Orient. I think scored. I think Leighton Orient went one. one no, more I thought it was corner. last season. It was one from last oh, season. Maybe, yeah, yeah. I thought, was it well, Barnet? Yeah, Barnet at home. Yeah. Possibly. Possibly. They beat us two yeah. one at home, didn't they? And it was under yes. Rusk. Yeah. And the it's second goal. Game, yeah. yeah. And it was like, oh, is that, is that the side? Uh, and this is this is, this is it's a good one this time because it's, it's stoking debate because it's a good one because I I often think stuff like that. I mean, we weren't playing well generally anyway. So what I think is, well, whether it was in or outside the quadrant, it doesn't really matter. We're not playing well anyway. We don't deserve to win. We're, all right, we'd have got a draw if that hadn't have happened and all those ifs and buts. Just yeah. get on with it. And I think I think the, the point that I'm trying to make as well is even, you know, regardless of 
whether it makes a difference to the game or makes a difference to even if they are like an inch who who cares like have they scored <laughs> yeah. because it's an inch yeah. outside like yeah. have they scored that corner delivery. because it's yeah. and it, yeah. Yeah, uh, I mean, like say, how it, <laughs> make the difference. Yeah, yeah. Like say, it was Barnet at home, so you know it worked yeah, out yeah. for the best because we wouldn't have got Dave Chandler otherwise, maybe. Oh yeah, so, there you go. Simon Russell last game, uh... sliding doors. Yeah, <laughs> Waggy, what's uh, what are you throwing in the resers? Uh, I'm going to say yellow cards for time wasting. You throwing that in the resers? Yeah, because they never get a red. They'll get a yellow card for time wasting and carry on time wasting, and they never get a second yellow. Right. Yeah, I see what you mean. So it should, so it should be no, a straight There's red. no point. Well, it's, it's, <laughs> what's the point of giving them a yellow card for time wasting if you're not going to follow it up when they continue to time waste and then and then send them off? So it's just just go and have a word and say, look, I'm adding this time on or whatever. Yeah. I don't see the point of giving them a yellow card if they do do then carry on time wasting. And you're not going to give him a red card because when has ever anybody ever been given a red card for time wasting? Even if it's point. like 25 minutes to go, and they still carry on time wasting for another 25 minutes. What if you're on four yellows? You're as a player, and you, you you're at risk of missing the next match because you're going to get a yellow for time wasting. You're going to get you're going to get your ass kicked by the manager, aren't you, for that? So. Would that not be? Would that not That's come into only, play? Did they think about that? Because if they do get the yellow for time wasting, they've already they've already started time wasting, but they carry on time wasting. I think the uh, yeah, I think the World Cup was a good it actually did a good <laughs> thing with adding the time. Yeah, on. I remember the first couple of group games in the World Cup. Everyone was like, "What the hell is going on?" Like fifteen minutes at a time. <laughs> fifteen minutes. But but it, everyone got used to it, and then I think it was like a real like groundswell after the World Cup for it to be implemented in the Premier League and implemented in like the Football League and whatever. I've not got a problem with that. If, obviously I I'll, I'll say I will say that now. I'll probably will have a problem with it when County get twelve minutes added on and we're one nil up. But yeah it, add the time on. And don't add the time on and go four minutes. Like add 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 twelve minutes on add thirteen you know add add all those minutes on. Stop the clock, like you know, li- literally stop the clock and just add that amount of time on to the end of the game. And it, you know, it stops it stops time wasting earlier on, and because teams yeah. know that they've literally got that amount of time to get through anyway. So uh, I think that worked out well in the World Cup. Yeah, here's a comment, John Geraghty. When a team is time wasting, then can see the goal. All the added time should be wiped out. <laughs> <laughs> Well, sure about that. Effort, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're not getting yellow card, but if they do score, tough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I quite like the time wasting element of it. Not when it's happening to us. Although it's part of the charm of football, though, isn't it? It's the shit housery of football. And it make kind of makes it what it is. It's like it's like it's like the ball not being in the quadrant. Like grown men ha- well, not it's not just grown men, it's everybody. In fact, Happy Hatter said that was that's her about the ball out the quadrant. She's just <laughs> shouting, shouting at corner takers. Um, it just all adds to the uh, all adds to the the charm of it. What about this one? Dunk back. Um, five mins in a sin bin for time wasting. How would you define... not wasting more time? Yeah, it's interpretation. How long does it take for him to get to the sin bin? <laughs> <laughs> 
Can you can you imagine like? And, and I know you know we we all hope Will Collins back on Saturday, but can you imagine a referee deeming Will Collins to be time wasting when he gets stretched off with a potential broken leg and then gets up and runs across the pitch <laughs> at half time? So I've got a minute in the same bin. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I like it. Right, we've got a guest to come on. Uh, we've got Phil Lloyd, who, long-time listener. I'm surprised he's not been on the podcast earlier, actually. He's been listening for years. Um, don't know why we not had you on. We'll get him out, see what he thinks. Hey, up, Phil. Hello, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. You all right? All right. Yeah, I'm fine, thanks. Uh, I've not been on because you've not asked me yet. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't know why. I just keep, I don't. I don't know why I've not. To be honest, I see you nearly every match. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um. What, what do you want to say? Uh, just about Saturday, really. Just I'm uh, surprisingly relaxed about the whole thing, to be honest. In what way? In in terms of like holistically thinking, because you know what what, what where we're heading, or because you yeah, just think just, we'll beat them, if, or if it's it, no, if it's not this season, it'll more than likely be next season. You know, obviously, I'd love it to be the scene. I'm on a trip to Wembley, but if it doesn't happen, it's not the end of the world, is it? No, it isn't. No. And you, but you wouldn't think that the way some people go on about it. No, no. <laughs> and like, like this somewhere on Saturday, if it's not going our way, yeah, there'll be moans and groans, won't there? What Absolutely. who do you think's the um, who do you think's going to be the key, the key player on Saturday for us? Hmm. Um. I think Evans, to be honest, because he's, he's looked good the last few games. Yeah. I mean, he was, I think he was a standout on Saturday. He just has that more attacking thrust, like you've seen before. Yeah. He reminds me of, you know, when we had Elliot Newby? Yeah. And he was like the only one that would turn and fake, you know, turn and go in the in the, in the, in the direction of the opposition goal at that time. Just, just run at a fullback as well and put the fullback under pressure. Yeah. 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 The sort of play you need that if you get a full back book, just keep giving the ball, just let him run at him because obviously he can't be touched then. Yeah. No, it's a good point. I think we're all unanimous in that. Oh, Sam, who who, who do you think is the key on Saturday? Do you think it's Evans as well? or? Yeah, it's got to be, Anthony. I think if... I mean, you could even go Tanto Alafi because when he came on, he had his yes. hand in just making us look more lively although we didn't yeah. much more lively but still and if he's if he's if he's been done good by that that half an hour that he had and he's come through it all right and he's trained this week and he starts um you know a laughing and started at, at orient and i know people got their opinions opinions on orient away with whether they were on the beach or on the piss or both um but still, the them two started as a front two when they were in that first half they were they were dragging the orient defense all over the place and I think you mentioned earlier us like a different way of playing without Wotton. That that was our different way of playing, getting yeah. the front two peeling off the defenders, dragging the centre half wide, winning throw ins high up, turnovers high up, and pace. And that those two as a two looked quite like very lively. And I think the same again at I think it was Carlisle away. Yeah. Good, had a few chances. Alafi had a big chance in the second half at Carlisle. So I think I would say Evans, but if Alafi's come through last Saturday, okay, he could make a real difference as well. Yeah, Alafi, I've been impressed by Alafi. I can see the progress he's making, um, probably from, you know, settling in, moving house, probably settling in, 
new surroundings, that kind of thing. He's starting. The Carlisle match for me was, was probably one one where I thought bloody hell, yeah, he's going to be a player in. Um, so it was unlucky maybe. with his chance, wasn't it? Keeper made a great save. Yeah, was it the seven foot four keeper, whatever he was? He got yeah. his yeah, got, yeah. His, got his hand to it, didn't he? That surprisingly was all the, the both goals were went over him. Weirdly enough, <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, Header from Evans, the shortest player on the pitch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, did you see the Johnny Vaughan video, Phil? What did you What did you I make did, of that? Yeah, yeah. Just just echoing what you said before, really about the uh, the figures that've been banded around for the expansion. Is, you know, you hear about the money that's been put in already, and then you think, you know, that's like four times what's gone in to to get the stand built. Yeah, a bit of a bit of an eye opener. Yeah, it is. But it's one of those is it got to speculate to accumulate? Really, you know, if we get in the crowds, well, then we're going to need to expand because to get more people in. Yeah, and uh, I guess yeah, if you it's... get outside investment and they have to sponsor it and things like that, it doesn't. That's why you get all these stands that are named after, after. Uh... After companies and what have you, because they're sponsored. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think I'd like the whole ground being named after a sponsor, but a stand is all right. Yeah. Well, I I don't name, I don't give the grounds their their sponsor name anyway. It's still Layer Road mm. to me, yeah. Brisbane Road, yeah. and you know all the old names that yeah. I uh, I learned by heart in year ten yeah. at school. See, it's like it's still the Reebok up near me because obviously I'm I'm Bolton way. You know, it's, that's forever known the Reebok round here. Yeah, which that's a shit one though, isn't it? Because that that yeah. was built as the Reebok. It was it built never... as a sponsor, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Never, nobody's ever yeah. ever thought of uh, giving it its proper name, whatever it is this week. Yeah, yeah, Uniball, whatever. Uh, Phil, <laughs> what do you want to chuck in the reses? Uh, for me, it was uh, I was watching the Madrid City game last week, and it's when a player gets fouled and they turns to the referee and wave an imaginary card at him. <sighs> I hate that, and for me, they should get the booking. It just, yes. It's one of those things that just, just yeah. winds me yeah. up every time I see it. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna double down on that and tell you my getting the reses for this week, which is again, it's a specific player, and I will I will I've got I've got I've got one to do every week, so I'm sort of working my way through all these. So, <laughs> mine is Bruno Fernandez. Um, <laughs> because is he, he is he going next to the poster again? Do we will we tie him to the poster? Wasn't that Dave with Dave Philbin last week? Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, he's definitely going in the reses with with the concrete blocks strapped concrete to his feet. Boots. Yeah, yeah, concrete boots. Uh, because he does that, doesn't he? He's he's the he's the most whingiest, yeah, player ever. He'll he'll do the card thing. You know, we're trying to we're trying to get referees to start at a young age to improve the refereeing situation in the country and probably in the world, to be honest. Yet he's the first one as the captain of the club to be giving it the ref every single and he just moans mm. all the time and he's he just goes over too easily all the time and rolls around yeah. and yeah he's, he's not leading by example is he that's that's the thing with him no and i don't i don't like city or united but when you look at city's team jack grealish probably is the only one that does that but none of the others do it they all get they all get up and get on with it don't they in in city's team and there's lots of players that do that i mean don't get me wrong there's other players that that do it dean lewington's another one i think if you watched last week you'll know that i hate yeah dean yeah yeah i know, I know you yeah. don't like him yeah, yeah not so, on your christmas card list at all is it that no not at all not at all so my my getting the reses is bruno fernandez um so yeah i don't know if if you if anyone wants to disagree or agree with me on that no i'm 100 with you on that one yeah is a, is a, is a little rat <laughs> he's a little <laughs> he's a rat <laughs> 
<laughs> he is. He's horrible. But do you know what? He epitomises Man United, doesn't he? He's, he's at the right club for what he for what how he plays and and what he is. Um, which it does annoy me when when players who are, who are like go to Man United. Uh, there aren't there haven't been many over the years, but but yeah. Mm. Um, so that's my getting the reses. There we go. Yeah, no, good choice. Yeah, good stuff. Cheers, Phil. Cheers for coming on. No problem. I know that I'll see you in the courtyard on Saturday. Will see you in the you courtyard. See, see you in the courtyard, mate. See you later. Yeah. Cheers, bud. See you later. All right, bye. bye. Well, I think this uh, this getting the guests getting the getting having a phone in worked really, really well. Yeah, yeah, it has, yeah, yeah. Thanks, thanks for your, thanks for your, um, for your cooperation. I'll give you, there. I'll give you a write up afterwards. <laughs> oh, thanks. Yeah, leave a review, won't you? Leave yeah, a review. Give you an appraisal. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, I think we could probably start to think about wrapping it up. Uh, Sam, I did want to ask you before you go though. Um, when was the last time you had a drink at a football match? Because you, you, you probably don't. I think... We, we're always out after the game, yeah. yeah oh, we, uh, no, I mean like, yeah. I mean like us. before the match and stuff. I had a, before the Hartlepool game, I had to have a shandy. I had to, I had to settle. I had actually had a few nerves. I'd been staying in the build to Hartlepool game, but it was fine and I wasn't, wasn't nervous, which I wasn't, but then, um, but yeah, on the day, I just, I just, I think I talked myself into us doing it. Um, so I think this, the, the nerves started to build, but uh, but yeah, in terms of after games, like every 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 home game, we'll we'll get across to the Albert, and um, you know, sometimes it goes better than others, but yeah, um, I think you've had a question as well as well, Ross, on the on the chat from from Ian. I don't know if that's for you or. I think he's actually mentioned it's for all of us. I don't know if you want to. Uh, yeah. What well, question for all? Would you rather go out of the playoffs on Saturday or lose in the final? Which do you think is worse? It's got to be losing the final for me. That's got to be worse. Yeah, I was having this 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 chat with a, a City fan the other day. Um, chatting, he was chatting about about last night. Um, ahead of last night, and he he said he was one of those that would be. You know, I'd rather lose in the semi-final. Um, and I saw a Sunderland fan saying the same about when they got knocked out last night. But if you go along with that, then you'll never win. <laughs> you'll never win a final because you'll just always lose in semi-finals because you're not going to know until until you get there. Um, yeah. And I get it, I get it. But and it's again, it's easy for me to say potentially because the first time, the only time I've been to Wembley County, we've won. So I've not had to suffer those four in yeah. the nineties. Um, but I mean, you've, you've got to be there. You've got to be in it to win it, haven't you? So um, I get, I get the argument, but I, I think it would. It, I think you'd probably rather lose at Wembley because losing the final because you'd, once you're in a ninety-minute game, it, you know it can go either way, and you've, you've got to be there. But I think losing in the semi-final. I remember losing the, the Chorley playoff in the Conference North, so that was that was a quarter-final essentially. Yeah, and I, I just felt. Just felt like awful on the back of that. Um, obviously, it all worked out because we went and won the title the next season. But I would have loved to have to have gone on and, and got to the final if we then got beat in the final. You know, it is what it is. As I say, yeah, I, I I'm definitely in the camp of it depends on your expectations. So when we lost to Charlie, I just I wasn't expecting us to go to the final and win it anyway. Because uh, just because of where we were, you know, in our progression at the time. Same with Hartlepool as well. 
I thought it was just a step too far, and Hartlepool did a number on us. I don't know about this season. I don't know if I, I don't know because I said I said like, I don't know eight eight nine weeks ago. I kind of agree with Ben Walker. I thought we'd get to the playoffs and go out. So I'd rather do that this season in the semis than get to the final and go out. Based on that. But I know what you mean. If, I think if you're favourites to do it, say say if we were, and we were favourites to go up, weren't we? But it didn't quite pan out that way. If if we'd have, I don't know, if we'd have been in the top three all season and then just dropped into fourth on the last day and then not gone up in the final, that's the worst thing ever. I'd rather just go out in the semis and, and not have to go through yeah. that. I, I, I do get the argument, but I just, again, the, and the, another point on, you know, for me, why you'd rather go to, to the final is, you want on Saturday. You want you want to be celebrating that, that we've got to Wembley. You want yeah, to be on, yeah. you want to be going to work next week, making your plans to travel down to Wembley, and you want the build up and the excitement of you know maybe not the excitement of Wembley itself, but of the day and of the final and of meeting your mates down there or doing whatever you're doing. You want all that and people in work talking to you about county and and the build up to it. And that's what football is about, and it you get yeah, the excitement yeah. of. You know, I remember in 2008, everyone was on the pitch when we got to when we won the semi-final, and the players and Jim Gannon were in the stands with the Wembley shirts and stuff. That you know, that's part of it, isn't it? And okay, yeah, we could have gone on and lost that final, but you want those days celebrating, don't you? We all want to be in the Albert or on Castle Street on Saturday night having a few pints because we've we've made it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And I guess as well, I'm. I mean, I'm being. I don't, I don't. Thinking back to what I just said, I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about because I'm, I'm treating. Well, don't I'm treating. Go out to Salford. Well, that that's. that's we don't want to see re- four thousand fans <laughs> in Wembley, do we? No, but that's that's not really in me thinking. Whoever it is, it's. I'm. I'm just trying to think. Well, I'm here. I'm here. Like deciding almost that I don't want to go to Wembley, depending on expectation. Of course we want to go to Wembley. Everybody wants to go to Wembley, exactly, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. Why don't we, I'd rather lose in the final than the semi-final every time. Yeah, yeah I get Because I, I, you've made yeah. it, you've gone, you got your day out. Unless you like just, your, your city or whatever, where you go in every year, then it's yeah. for people like us, it's special. It's a special yeah. day out. Yeah. I think it's just like a typical and, county thing of like, you're protecting yourself I think you know <laughs> we're going to lose so I'd rather get yeah. it over with which yeah. I get but like like we're saying you know you want the day out you want you want you want the, the week before you know the build-up knowing that, that yeah. we're going and, and all that and so. for, for the players as well a lot of, you know lower league teams not a lot of them are ever going to walk out on walk out at Wembley so it's you know it's just, just as good a day out for them as it is yeah. as it is for us yeah, and not many teams get to get to go to the you know not many not many players get to go. If it, if I'm just thinking about it now from between '94 and 2008, we never obviously went to Wembley, did we? No. Um, and we've not been since, which has been 15 years. So, so yeah, no, I do want to get to Wembley. Yeah, I've, I've changed my mind. Fuck expectations. Yeah, you know I. That argument I was in last season, and this is the, I'm talking about the FA Trophy, so it's not even about what you win when you get to Wembley. But yeah. we, if you think about how we lost in the semi final last season, that that feeling of it being at Wrexham and how we this, how we won it in the last minute, that was a worse feeling than Wembley for me ever would have been if we lost at Wembley. Um, yeah. So 
you know, it can it can be feel just as bad or worse. If you if we lose in the ninety second minute on Saturday, that'll feel worse than than anyone would feel potentially losing at Wembley or get at least get into Wembley and see how it how it pans out. Yeah. No, it's a good uh, good point you're making. Yeah, yeah. Here's me scoffing at going to Wembley. <laughs> <laughs> like, like we go, like we go every just, week. Yeah, like just because you can't go, that's all it is. <laughs> You're just being spiteful. <laughs> yeah, and then I have, I have stayed clear of, of saying this, but I'm going to say it. Ooh. If, if, Ooh. if we lose, if we lose in the semi-final, and this isn't being bitter or whatever, if we lose, I do want the aesthetic of Salford against Bradford in the final. Because I just think it'll be hilarious to see. Hilarious, yeah. It's just going to look yeah. like, but it's just going to be it's going to be bullying. It's going to be like fifty thousand fans <laughs> all looking at like two thousand blokes sat behind the goal. It's just I, I, United. So if if yeah, so if if we do lose on Saturday, I, I want to see that. Yeah, yeah. But even if it's Carlisle, though, Carlisle will take a lot, won't yeah, they? Not, not as many as Bradford, obviously, but they'll take a lot. They'll take a lot because they're two proper clubs, aren't they? Not a uh, manufactured tin pottery. Tin pots. Yeah, good stuff. Right, let's fi- finish on score predictions for Saturday and then we'll wrap it up. What are we saying? Waggy, you go first, mate. 3 0. Oh, I love that. It's confident. Get your, get, your, get your score predictions in the comments. Let's see what everybody else thinks. Sam, what are you going for? I, th- I think we can, I think we'll keep a clean sheet. I think. I'll go 1-0, 90 minutes, 2-0, extra time. Nice. Are we going to go scorers as well? Do you want to Do you want to go scorers? Tanto. Come on, yes. Come I think on, he's back in. I think he's yeah. back in. Um, yeah, so I think I think he'll, if he starts, I can see him. I can see him back in. And then extra time, I think, you know, we'll, they'll be pushing and and we just, we, we seal it. Uh on the break, maybe give, give it to Connor Evans. Let's 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 let Connor Evans get one. <laughs> yeah, Tanto, like Rydell, and Horsfall. Oh, Horsfall! Not scored. Yeah, not scored many considering how many no. scored for Northampton, has he? Um, He's due set one. pieces. Yeah, yeah, it's set piece. Yeah, like it. We've got two nil, three nil, two nil. Phil Lloyd has just been on before Evans and Tanto. Yeah, like it. A uh, quick one from Richard, from Rick Hinks. He said, uh, Sam's hairstyle needs to get in the resers for him. I saw that. And I'm, I'm not biting because Rick will be Rick will be on hand to fix any fix any press box issues on, on Saturday. So I'm not biting, otherwise I'll end up... I like it. I'll end up, I'll end up literally in the resers. Uh, Tomcats Sports Village. I love the name, mate. Oh, no. Tomcats Sports Vids. I'm liking that, liking the name, mate. Uh, Tanto, first goal. Hinchliff, second goal, 90 plus six. 90 plus six. How does that work then? Because surely Hinchliff goes up when we're losing. He doesn't go up when we're winning or when it's a draw. Does he? You don't go up in... A keeper doesn't go up in, in the in the, in the the regulation. Yeah, yeah if you go into extra time, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, I get what you mean, yeah. Maybe it means from a, a goal kick or... Dave Challenge did actually say to us last week that he, in his managerial career, he has had a goalkeeper score for him in the playoffs and score against him in the playoffs. Oh. So. Oh, that's a good so, one. Why not? Yeah. Do you know, there's um, my mate who sits, sits near me 
uh, edgy. He's all season, and probably even se- seasons before as well, he's always saying, why don't Inchliffe just shoot sometimes? Keep us off his I life. Think, I think Ben actually is, when I say about Chalmers, I think Ben is the one that scored for him for Fylde. Right. And it was from, it was from a, it was like 60 yard, it was from like a free kick inside his own half or something. So, so yeah, he did. It was like Conference North or the one below the Conference North. Um, right. Yeah, why not? I mean, we saw his Drimmery's penalty against against Chesterfield. Yeah, in the yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Nearly took the net off, didn't he? Yeah. He actually, he, I know that he's actually asked in the past if he can go on pens for us. Really? Ben Hitchliff. Yeah. I think the answer was, I think something along the lines of, you know, if you hit, <laughs> imagine if you hit the crossbar. Imagine Ben hitting the crossbar. It's either going to break or it's going to bounce back and land in our own net. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think we don't want risk, and probably break the crossbar as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, good stuff, right, gents? Thank you so much for coming on. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you. Thank um, you very much. And Waggy, see you Saturday in the courtyard. Yep. Just Sam. a quick, quick shout to. Oh, where are we going? Oh yeah, that's the program of. Gazando, excuse me, from my first ever game at Stockport County in 1990. Got to give it to me on the Harleypool game. So shout out to Gazando. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, good. And we had a bit of a browse through it when you showed it me. It was good, yeah. good little program. Um, yeah. So if Gazando can sort anybody else out with programs from their first <laughs> game, just get into contact with Gazando. I'm sure he'll, uh, I'm sure he'll sort go you through, out. Yeah, go through his box. <laughs> Nice one. Uh, before we go, please do like and subscribe and share the video and rate and review us, whatever podcast player you are listening to us on. The audio of this will be live tomorrow for non-patrons and up tonight for patrons. And yes, and don't forget app to tap. That's APP2TAP. Get that installed before Saturday and get yourself into that draw. Um, And yeah, so I will see you all soon. Cheers for coming on, boys, and uh, see you later. Boys, see you Saturday. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you. Cheers. Thank you. Nice. Like it. <laughs> this episode of the Scarf Begala War was written, recorded, and produced by Russ Johnson and Nick Lee. The music on the opening titles was produced by Dan Johnson. Subscribe wherever you get your content, as well as finding out how to join the TSBW fan club. Check out the links in the description, or go to all the W's, scarfbegalawar.co.uk. It's the 90th minute, all your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.